In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a blessing that it is that this sacrament of holy matrimony is being bestowed by God upon both of you during the 12 days of Christmas. It's the season where we are rejoicing and we are continuing to rejoice through the season in the truth that God heard our cry for deliverance, deliverance from all of our fallenness. And He responded by becoming our deliverer, coming down to us, taking on our fallen humanity to Himself that we could be lifted up to Him and out of all that causes our souls such suffering from the fall. Every sacrament in Christ's holy church is an intentional gift from God to the people of God for His healing and for His deliverance to take place in every one of our souls. And what is a sacrament? A sacrament is something God has been using as long as He has had creation and as long as He has had a people, old covenant and new. A sacrament really is simply this. God taking something that He created, blessing it, setting it aside for His holy use, and through what He has blessed and set aside, making holy, to do the wonders of salvation for His people, for our benefit. You see, your marriage, this sacrament, it's your oneness together is such a gift and a prescription by Christ our God. A prescription of mercy as well as his deliverance in your lives. Let's consider just for a moment how this blessed sacrament, designed by the wisdom of God, extended from his heart and prescribed by the great physician for us, provides this mercy and deliverance. St. Peter wrote in his first epistle in chapter 2. Coming to Him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, are being, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now St. Peter is speaking of the whole church, but home is the whole church. Home is the continuation of of His people, day in and day out. Jesse and Madeline, you are both living stones. And coming to Christ as to a living stone, together each one of you are being shaped, you're being polished, you're being transfigured by the handiwork of Christ, your healer. And being shaped and polished, you too are also being built up, constructed, into a spiritual house. You too, I am looking at the temple of God. Two living stones being shaped together. That through this temple, God may be worshipped. God may be praised. And through this temple, God may be magnified. To a world sinking more and more into darkness. That they may see through even these two living stones now joined together. The God of light and of life through this union. You know, there's a natural process designed by God in creation that reshapes and makes stones smooth. 
And geologists call it weathering. Weathering. And in nature, abrasion occurs where stones rub against one another. When wind, or if they're in the water, water rushes through them, or whatever elements, they cause these stones to slightly move. And as they move, they touch one another. They rub against one another. And as they do, their shape is not staying the same. 100, 500,000 years down the road, those rocks look uniquely different. They've been shaped, refashioned. And this is what our Lord is doing in this marriage. When two living stones in holy matrimony, He takes you two living stones, joins them together, and as with every sacrament, joins Himself to you. Right in our midst. So that as the storms and as the weathering of this life takes place, and it will, the two of you are joined together and to Christ so that you actually become vessels of His healing and His deliverance for one another. You see, the sacrament and every sacrament that our Lord has given to us has the same intention in His mind to open our souls to encounter Christ and to encounter His healing, that more and more over time we become partakers of His divine nature. That's His intent with this and every sacrament. So what's all this weathering? And all that will occur is two stones with rough and jagged edges are put together with Christ in their midst. We're being transformed into the likeness of our God. We're being made like Him through this relationship joined to Him. We're being transformed to be like Him back to our most true selves as we were created at the very beginning. And we're being elevated out of our fallenness by the process. And what is His divine nature? Ultimately, it's the greatest of all virtues that St. Paul speaks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. God's nature is love. For God is love, the very virtue from which all other virtues have their origin, and they bloom and they blossom. Let me close by offering you both two thoughts as you begin to walk in the grace of this sacrament that God has given for you. First is this. Understand, humility is a precursor of love. Humility is a precursor of love. It's the very pathway upon which love grows and flourishes. The night that our Lord would be betrayed and arrested, He did something quite shocking, but very intentional, to show His disciples how to grow to become love with one another. Think about it. This would be one of the last things that our Lord would leave in their minds and their hearts before He would be taken away for His trial and crucifixion. He imprinted this at this point. And what was it? The washing of the feet. Christ had not only already cast off the radiance of His glory and clothed Himself with our fallen humanity, and now He goes even further in front of His disciples where He would disrobe His earthly clothing and put on the garb of the lowest rank of society, a lowly servant. And he would perform one of the most lowly tasks of a servant. He would wash the dirt that he created 
off of the feet that he created. He became the lowest in order to raise all others to the highest. And he told his disciples, you do the same for one another. Jesse and Madeline, humble yourselves before one another and before the Lord your God, who is with you, and love will grow and it will abound in your lives. And the second thing is this, protect it. In order to not let anything stand in the way of becoming love, ask Christ to help you live in his meekness towards one another. And what is meekness? Meekness is this. It's going absolutely out of our way to make sure we do no harm to the other. It spares one another from our own fallen humanity. And instead, it exchanges for something else. It lives toward another to do one thing, to lift the other up and to be a blessing. Christ's meekness did no harm. He lived to elevate and to bless. You see, Christ's humility will foster love and his meekness will defend it and defend you both as you're growing in the love of God. And if you both will live from Christ in these ways within this sacrament that he has established, you both will know the mercy, you will know the deliverance, and you will know the wondrous transforming power of your loving Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit through this blessed gift of holy matrimony. I love you both. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.